listening to Saints Unscripted, formerly known as Three Horses. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, we're talking about the spirit today, which yes. is why there are only two of us here in person, because the third spot is left for the spirit. Oh my who gosh! Hopefully, how attends. sweet. Oh, I'm sure geez. the spirit is always here with us when we film these. Not after I just said that. We're done now. <laughs> but one of the major questions that we get online is, how do I know uh, if I'm feeling the Holy Ghost? Right. Uh, and that's a really hard question. So people who are learning about the church often don't know what feeling the spirit is. It's like, what even is the spirit? Like, what is that all about? And especially when they first learn about Joseph Smith and how he experienced the first vision where Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ appeared to him, that's not a typical situation. And Heavenly Father communicates to us through the spirit, but it's important to realize like what the spirit is and how it communicates to you. Right. Uh, the scriptures are full of amazing spiritual experiences um, that are extremely noteworthy because angels are appearing and donkeys are talking. That's the, that's a Bible one. Anyway, <laughs> the scriptures are full of amazing experiences. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes uh, when you're learning about the Holy Ghost, you ask yourself, why am I not having these amazing experiences too? Mm -hmm. And you're not alone because they don't happen all that often. Right. We're just going to talk about what, how we've experienced it. Do you have any like experiences that come to mind about the spirit? To me, it is most noticeable when I'm not feeling the spirit, mm. if that makes sense. For instance, on my mission, um, I was a missionary in Mexico, and my companion and I, we knocked on this door, and I was turned around uh, while my companion was answered the door. The guy opens the door. I'm turned around looking out at the street. And Wait, why? why? I just because it was hot and and I and the door was I probably saw a squirrel and, or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, that makes more sense than the, the heat thing, but it's... I I was just yeah. I, there wasn't like a okay. Gust he of was heat just turned around. I was just turned around for whatever reason, okay. looking <laughs> off into my future. I don't know. The point is, is that I wasn't looking at who answered the door or into this house. But as soon as he answered the door, I just had this terrible feeling wash over me. And I was like, what just happened? The, the spirit. And, and that's when I noticed, like, the spirit isn't here. Mm -hmm. um, and then I turned around and looked inside and I saw uh, there was a shrine to death uh, in there. Because some people worship the embodiment of, of death. Uh, oh, which, how scary. Which, yeah, oh probably, probably isn't the best thing to do, which kind of explained to me uh, why the spirit left. But sometimes, yeah, <laughs> yeah so sometimes Dang. it's easier to tell when the spirit's not there than yeah. to tell when it is there. I feel like if you're living righteously and striving to keep all the commandments, the spirit is there most of the time. Right. That doesn't mean that we're feeling the spirit like we have the burning of the bosom, as it's called in the scriptures often. It doesn't mean we're feeling that all the time, but I feel like the presence of the spirit is if you're living the right way, it's usually there. Right. It's a spectrum. I mean, sometimes you're going to feel the spirit uh, uh, extremely uh, intensely. Mm -hmm. And you can probably remember experiences from your life when that has happened. Uh, but then after that experience is over, it kind of moves down the spectrum and kind of equalizes and you might not notice it a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, but 
with the aid of modern day prophets, exciting, modern day prophets, I thought I'd oh, throw in some jazz hands for the I prophets. I love them, regardless of the jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But maracas would make conference a little more <laughs> exciting. Can you, can you imagine? Because they're all so cute and they'd just be like... <laughs> It'd be so cute. Okay, anyway, sorry. What were you... Anyways, the prophets have some helpful tips on uh, how to feel the spirit mm -hmm. or telling you when and, and, and where and details. For me, I can most often tell when I've felt the spirit in retrospect, which is kind of frustrating, but bear with me and listen to what Elder Richard G. Scott, who uh, was an apostle, he died a few years back. Here's what he said in his uh, 2012, April 2012 General Conference talk. The Holy Ghost communicates important information that we need to guide us in our mortal journey. Okay, this we know. When it is crisp and clear and essential, it warrants the title of revelation. Okay, so revelation is crisp, clear, and essential. When it is a series of promptings, we often have to guide us step by step to a worthy objective. For the purpose of this message, it is inspiration. So there's a difference between revelation and inspiration, but they both come from the Spirit. For instance, in the scriptures, Nephi. In the scriptures, Levin. it says, Lovin, great guy. One of my favorites. <laughs> the real the good first guy. Nephi, right? The first Nephi. Okay. I love them all, but just wanted to clarify. I'm good. <laughs> so Nephi is trying to get the brass plates. Uh -huh. and this is like the third or fourth chapter of the Book of Mormon. And it says that he was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand the things which he, which he should do. Mm -hmm. and, this is, and this is him writing in retrospect. So in retrospect, he realizes that he was guided by the Spirit. But at the time, I'm sure it was just Nephi wandering around aimlessly in the streets of Jerusalem. And that's what I feel like I do uh, a lot of the time, is just wandering around aimlessly mm -hmm. throughout my life, trying to do the best I can. But the Spirit is guiding you as you're doing that. Mm -hmm. Now, that is an example of inspiration, because it was not clear, crisp, or essential. Nephi did not know what he was doing uh, at this time. But... He gets a revelation that is crisp, clear, and essential soon after mm -hmm. when the Spirit says to him, you got to... To Laban. Yeah, you, you, you got <laughs> to cut Laban's head off. That was crisp, clear, and essential. And in my experience, <laughs> those kind of... That style of revelation doesn't happen very often. Right. Not I, cutting off people. I don't get those really <laughs> but but the point is is that if you are living the best you can uh, and this is this is how I make decisions in my life is I try and live the best I can and I trust that I will be inspired yeah I probably won't know it until afterwards and I'm looking back and that's really frustrating but that's why we need faith. That's one of the purposes of faith is to be able to move forward despite uh, not knowing everything and, mm -hmm. and not having the 
crisp, clear, and essential revelations that sometimes we want all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I love, there's a series on YouTube that Elder Bednar does. It's called Patterns of Light. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. It is amazing. But basically, Elder Bednar, he's one of the 12 apostles. He talks about the different ways that people can receive revelations and the different forms and formats it can come in. And he uses three examples. Um, He says that sometimes when you receive personal revelation, it's like a light switch. It's just crisp, clear, like you said, mm-hmm. and it's very easy to distinct the right thing to do. Um, but sometimes the way that you receive that revelation is like a sunrise. It's very gradual. It may take some time, but once the sun is fully risen, you know what the answer is supposed to be. Um, but sometimes he said it's like fog. And I feel like for me personally, that's what it is most of the time. Um, just because with the fog, you know what you're doing for the first couple of steps ahead of you. But beyond that, you can't really see much. And that's really frustrating for me just because I know as humans, we want to have everything planned out. We want to have exactly knowing what we're going to be doing. Um, Well, maybe that is just me. I love (laughs) planning like my day and everything like that. But um, I think it's really cool that Heavenly Father is able to guide us in a way that it can also test our faith and bring us closer to him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important because if Heavenly Father just gave us all all of the answers really quickly where we didn't really have to work for him, I feel like we wouldn't appreciate it as much. So I feel like Heavenly Father will sometimes, he'll let us go a little bit far with that, but he'll never let us go too far to a point that there's no return or that you can't go back from that. Sometimes if you're uh, trying to feel the spirit in um, the setting of looking for an answer or direction in life, sometimes you will feel nothing, which sucks. It's Um, really frustrating, and it can really be a a test of your faith if you don't understand why it's there. Right. Uh, This happened to me uh, last year while I was deciding whether or not to get married. Mm. So it was kind of a big decision, and and so I, I went to the Lord, of course, and I was like, please, is this what I should do? I went to the temple, Mm -hmm. I fasted, nothing. And if you feel the same with some of your decisions, that's okay. Mm -hmm. I felt nothing. And I said, Lord, what's, what's going on? I need some, need some help. I need a little, need a little something. And, uh, and I, and I felt like, uh, the conversation kind of went like this, Lord, I need help. And the Lord says, well, I'm not going to help you until you, you make a decision. Like, you can't just ask me stuff all the time. Right. You need to move forward with a decision. And I said, okay, well, I choose path A. And God says, well, you can't just say it. Like, you need to show me that this is actually what you're choosing. Right. And so months go by, and then I come back to the Lord, and I say, okay, I've chosen path A. I've taken step A, B, and C to get to path A. This is what I'm going to do. If it's not right, stop me. And God said, well, sounds good to me. And I feel like he does that because uh, to teach us, to teach us how to be, how to to use the spirit as a tool Mm -hmm. and not as a puppet master for our lives. Right. Uh, He wants to teach us how to make our own decisions because, Mm -hmm. of course, that's the most important gift he's given us is agency and what use is agency if he's just going to tell us what to do at every turn. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and it's hard. It was hard to, to make that decision because I felt like it was such an important decision 
that I couldn't move forward until the Lord instructed me to. It's something you don't want to do alone, like feeling like you're alone. Right. But I think it was such an important decision and therefore God helped me to gain the confidence to make it myself. And then he came and confirmed that decision. I love that. And sometimes that's the way the spirit works too. This is from, this goes along with what you're saying. It's from learning to recognize answers to prayers um, from Richard G. Scott. And he says, when he, Heavenly Father, withholds an answer to a prayer, it is to have us grow through faith in him, obedience to his commandments, and a willingness to act on truth. Hmm. And so sometimes, I believe that Heavenly Father always answers our prayers, whether it's by an answer or by withholding an answer purposefully. I feel like regardless, it's going to help you. Mm-hmm. But moving back to the topic, how do we differentiate just a good feeling from the Spirit? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Uh, and that, that happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not like... Well, for example, sometimes you might be looking at, yeah, taking classes for school and you might have the same class offered at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. And uh, it's probably not something that you have to feel the spirit to decide. But uh, let's say you get the impression to go with uh, 10 a.m. rather than the other time. And you're wondering, is that the spirit or am I just OCD and really like whole numbers? And the answer is... Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes you just, sometimes you don't know. And that's when what I said earlier comes into play that I trust that if I'm just making right decisions in my life, if I'm doing the best I can, I'm going to end up in the right place uh, no matter what what direction I take. If I'm trying my best, I'm going to be guided to where I need to be. Yeah, and if you feel prompted for some reason and you don't know why to go with a decision, it may be a prompting from the spirit or it may just be you living righteously. I just know if you are doing the things that Heavenly Father wants us to do, it's going to be easier for you to tell the difference. Right. Final thoughts. Don't get discouraged if you're trying to understand the spirit. Imagine in your life when you've taken a, a foreign language class, you're trying to learn Spanish or French or German, whatever. Oh, it's so hard. It's difficult. I took yeah. four or five years in high school and still knew practically nothing of Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, now think about trying to learn a language that you don't speak, but a language that you feel. Uh, and that's largely what the spirit is, a language that you feel. It takes a lifetime to, to learn that language. Yeah. And you've got to be practicing. You've got to be on top of it. And so if it isn't happening very easily for you, that's normal. Don't be discouraged. Just, just keep at it. As Mimi said, live righteously and, and you won't have to worry about uh, too many things. And uh, that's what it comes down to. And don't overthink it too much. Sometimes the spirit talks in very, very simple ways. And if you're overthinking it and being like, oh my gosh, what was that or wasn't it? If it's good, move forward with it. Hang in there. You got this. We love you. Heavenly Father loves you. You're doing great, kids. (laughs) Okay, so if you liked that, like the page. It only makes sense. Like the video, subscribe to the page, like the page on Facebook. Follow the page on Instagram, all the things. David actually didn't know we had Instagram. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> so we had like Instagram. Last week. Are you following us now? Uh, I hope so. I feel like David was actually making videos and telling people to follow us on Instagram and he wasn't <laughs> following no, 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 us on no, no. Instagram I yet. I think I am. I think I am. Oh, shoot. He is not following See? three Mormons on Instagram. How are you not you following? Oh, okay. Shush. Shush. <laughs> I did it on purpose. To set an example. No, you didn't. You guys see this? 
Follow my example. <laughs> this is horrible. Follow. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.